At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Holden Kushner hanging out with you here on Rush Hour in for Danny. Yes, I am so excited to be with you today because we've got a big show set up for you. I'm going to break down a couple college basketball games that I'm on tonight. Talk about the Jawan Howard situation, plus Dan Leach from the Detroit City Cast joins me, as well as Andy McNeil, VEASAN's Hockey Insider. But let's not waste any time here. Let's get right into it today as, again, a couple of good basketball games on the college side. But we'll start with Jawan Howard. You've seen the highlights by now. Do I really need to go behind the scenes and tell you what happened again? I will very briefly. There was very little time on the clock. Wisconsin had a hard time getting past half court. There was four seconds left on the shot clock. Greg Gard, their head coach of Wisconsin, decided to call a timeout. Jawan Howard didn't like that very much. And too bad, Jawan Howard. Uh, ultimately, he was with a full court press. And when you full court press a team, that means you're still trying to win the basketball game. When you're still trying to win a basketball game, I really couldn't care less if you're going to call a timeout in that situation. So Wisconsin head coach, Greg Garb, he grabbed Howard by the arm. We know that. I'm not going to say that Garb is, he's not responsible because he is. You know, Howard, if you look at that line, at the handshake line, and I'll get to Tom Izzo in a second because he had one of the best uh, mild rants today about the handshaking, but the handshake line was there. And Jawan Howard said, listen, I'm going to remember this. And Garb said, no, 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 you're you're not going to pass me. So basically held on to his elbow. I still think Garb deserves a game with this because if he just lets Howard go, lets that comment just go past him, none of this happens in all likelihood. But who's the real culprit here? Yeah, it's Jawan Howard. There's no question. There's no doubt about it. Jawan Howard deserves a five-game suspension. Why five games? Sit him for the rest of the regular season. I hear all the, let's cancel Jawan Howard. Let's fire Jawan Howard. Are you kidding me? Give me a break. I'm not judging anybody, but well, not anybody, by their worst moment. When your worst moment is throwing a punch, which actually was an open hand, but that doesn't make it any better. Joe Krabenhoft was the assistant that took the open hand to the head. Not right, obviously. Uh, way out of line for Jawan Howard, and he does deserve to miss some time. A couple other things that bothered me about what Howard had to say actually after the press conference, it's just little minutiae. Like he said, I wasn't pressing. It was defense, pressure defense, man-to-man. -man. What the hell is the difference, really, at that point, at the end of the game? What is the difference? There's not much, not much of a difference. Uh, also, after the game, he goes, I felt it was time to protect myself. 
Jawan Howard's got like a foot and 75 pounds on Greg Garb. Okay, he didn't have to defend himself. He was going to be just fine. So ultimately, let's just get Howard out of the game for five for five games. Garb should serve as one game suspension, and we can move on with this thing. Wisconsin's got bigger fish to fry. They're trying to take down the Big Ten. They're right in the mix right now. They were uh, well. They were swept by Michigan last season. They come out. They face a frustrated Michigan team and the coaching staff. And now after the win, the Badgers tied for first place with Purdue and with Illinois as well. Now, the handshake business. We can't bet on the handshake, can we? Can we bet on whether or not college teams, if Michigan is going to shake the hands of the opponent the next time? Tom Izzo said it best. You know, he's like, listen, we're not canceling the handshake. There's no reason to do that. This is going to happen from time to time, every few years, I guess, in college sports, these type of things happen with the handshake. He said, if if there is something where a team doesn't want a handshake, he goes, I'm going to walk down the line and I'm just going to shake the air. And so is my team. We're going to shake the air. We don't care about that. Just a debacle. It's as simple as that. It's a complete debacle. Howard, suspend him for five games. Garb, suspend him for a game. Let's move on and let's get to the talk on the hardwood. Now, before we do that, I wanted to get into this very quickly. I want to let you know who I am. My name's Holden. Hello, how are you? Uh, you can catch me on the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers, obviously a VEASAN podcast. We've got Danny hosting Chicago, Dan Leach, who joins me in a few minutes. He is with the Detroit City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Uh, so you can catch me there. Yeah, I'm out here in Denver. It's beautiful, 60 degrees. And then about two hours ago, it decided to drop into the 30s. That's just how things work out here. Anyways, you don't care about the weather. You care about some college basketball picks. So let's get into those. I've got a few games that are really circled. And I had a chance to talk with Greg Peterson about this last night. Greg, by the way, probably my favorite, not to not to hurt anybody's feelings, but probably my favorite analyst here on VEASAN. The guy doesn't sleep. He drinks energy. He says he drinks one energy drink. There's no way you're awake for 23 hours a day only drinking one energy drink. Greg, I'm not buying it, buddy. He's spectacular. And actually, what I do when I wake up in the morning or before I go to bed, I'll look at the lines. I'll dig into it and I'll look at I'll make my lines for the games I'm interested in and I'll bounce them off of Greg. And Greg and I discussed the Baylor game coming up tonight. So this is interesting with Baylor because. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out where this team is right now. They're number seven in the nation. They're still one of the most talented teams in the country. The problem is they've got a couple injuries. Adam Flagler, uh, he's likely out tonight. They're already without LJ Cryer, who has a foot injury. Chachua, Jonathan Chachua, one of the best players out there. So they are shorthanded. And when we saw them take on Baylor, what was that? Uh, it was a recent game. We saw that when we saw Baylor take on uh, Oklahoma State, excuse me, we saw that Oklahoma State shocked them. I mean, absolutely shocking. I was shocked because I still think Baylor, if they can get Cryer back, boy, there's still a shot for them to win the national championship. I really think that this team is that good. Now, Kemp Palm has Baylor's the fourth best team in the country. They're a really good team. They're the seventh most efficient offense in the nation. Really good offense, bang you around defensively. Now, normally injuries will keep me off of a team. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not off of Baylor tonight, okay? Cowboys got Baylor on the road the first time. They get this game in Stillwater. Baylor is the much better team. They were 14-point favorites in that first game. What, they lost? And now we're going to take off 
nine points from the total. Actually, I hit it at four and a half. Now it's sitting at five. I still like it at five. The total is 139. Now, to me, the line has just been adjusted way too much here. The Cowboys truly don't have much to play for. I watch a lot of Big 12 basketball. I went to the University of Kansas, by the way. Just throwing that out there right now. Went to Kansas. Now in Denver, I bet the Big Sky. I bet the Mountain West. And I bet the Big 12. And I'm telling you right now, this Oklahoma State team, if you get out early on them, they just wilt. They absolutely wilt. Two really good defensive teams tonight. You can look at the under. I'm going to prefer to take the team that could actually score points. That is Baylor. So it's looking very nice to me tonight with Baylor and uh, laying four and a half on the road. I just think last time was an absolute anomaly. Uh, and these things happen in college basketball. They happen in every single sport, don't they? I'm going to go a little off the grid with my next one, though. And this is a game that's coming up later on tonight. It opened at 12 and a half. It's now at 13 and a half. And again, I bet the big sky. Why do I bet the big sky? Well, first of all, I'm out here in mountain time. Doesn't start too early. Doesn't start too late. And I really do believe that the books have a hard time capping some of these smaller conferences. You can really make some money there. The biggest angle that we have, the biggest advantage that we have, I think, are the team totals. Just constantly, the team totals are completely off. But that's not the case in this game. The case in this game, here's another really, really bad team. Well, Northern Colorado is not a great team, though. A really, really bad team that beat a decent team. Okay, at least as far as smaller conference basketball teams go. So Idaho State beat the beat the Northern Colorado Bears 61-58 last week in Pocatello. Now they go on the road. This is one of the worst teams in all of college basketball. Idaho State is on the road. As a matter of fact, they are 1 and 12 so far this season. Northern Colorado, they have won five of six. The only loss was against the Bengals of Idaho State. It was just a blip on the radar. I really believe that. If you haven't heard of a kid by the name of Dalen Koontz, you might as well. 21 points, about three assists per game. He's been a real diamond in the rough. Love watching this kid play basketball. Idaho State offense is 320th. That kind of negates how bad the Bears are defensively at uh, 329th out of 358 teams. That being said, Bears 11th in effective field goal percentage. They average 78 points per game. That's 30th in the nation. Idaho State again, 1-12 on the road. I could see Northern Colorado just coming in tonight and actually blowing the doors off of Idaho State. Run down on time, so let me just bring up one more game here, and that's going to be Arizona State and UCLA in a Pac-12 matchup that I find very, very interesting. I don't have a play on this, uh, but the Bruins minus 14 and a half, 133 is the total in this game. Bruins 19 and 5, 11 and 4 in the Pac-12, and they destroyed Washington 76 to 50 back on Saturday. Now Tiger Campbell, one of their studs, he had a stinger. He came back into the game, but. Their leading scores, Johnny Juzang, Cody Riley, did not play in the game against the Huskies. So, again, this is another situation where you've got some issues with injuries. I feel very confident, very confident on the Baylor side. I don't feel quite as confident here on the UCLA side. Uh, on the other side of things, the Sun Devils have actually won four of six. Had a triple overtime win over UCLA earlier this year. And that's my breakdown of this game. Obviously, I already said it. I'm going to pass on it. 
Okay, vSIN. Let's get into vSIN for a second. Great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get vSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th, and it's only $29. Sign up now, get our daily best bets, emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to vSIN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game, and the deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vsin.com backslash madness to sign up today. This is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Holden Kushner in for Danny. And this is vsin, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the locals' perspective. There's CityCasts in Chicago, in Denver, where I am. Detroit, where our next guest is. L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh. And now, my friend Frank Hanrahan hosting in Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back to Rush Hour. Holding Kushner in for Danny. Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I host the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers, where if you're ever interested in betting on or against Denver or Colorado teams, I'm big into college basketball. Why well, I gave the pick on Northern Colorado tonight, but uh, check it out. And also, sometimes if I'm betting teams in other uh, markets, and let's say a Detroit team is playing, like the Pistons who are awful, or the Lions who are awful, or the Red Wings who are awful, or maybe some, I don't know, Jawan Howard who had an awful moment. I'll just tune into Dan Leach, and he's joining me now on Rush Hour. Hello, my friend. How are you? Things better in be tuned in. A lot of Jawan Howard these get- days. Yeah, Juwan Howard is. Uh, listen, I mean, no, no. Full disclosure: I'm a Michigan fan, and I'm embarrassed, and I'm frustrated. And you know, Michigan might be, you know, not as much in the last month or so, but overall, maybe the most disappointing team in college basketball this year after being preseason top five and what they were able to do the last couple of years under Juwan Howard after John Beeline, you know, did his NBA dream and left in a in a dust. But what happened yesterday was 
as unacceptable as it gets. And, you know, the people that are calling for him to get fired, I think are being a little silly. Uh, I have friends that, you know, I've talked to that are a lot of the Michigan State fans. think he should be suspended for the rest of the year and any tournament. That's a little silly. But what he did yesterday, basically slapping a Wisconsin assistant, not a good look. Uh, I don't care what was said. I don't care about the timeout. And I don't care what guard said, the Wisconsin coach. You cannot do that, especially with a team that is, you know, trying to get themselves in the tournament after being, you know, way off the bubble, then back on the bubble and have nice wins over Purdue. And I won the last couple of weeks. But the, the whole melee at the end of that is such a bad look. It's a bad example for a guy that these kids look up to so much. Fab Fiverr, all the connections he has with top-level recruits. Uh, it was it was an embarrassing day for the Wolverines yesterday. I, on top of being up by five and losing by what felt like thirty to Wisconsin. So here's the question: Then, how much of this just had to do with the frustration of a lackluster season and getting your butt kicked again in a conference game? Well, yeah, listen, you know, you go back to the Purdue game, uh, which wasn't that far, uh, you know, back in the and Iowa game. And Michigan won some big games on the road and, and in Chrysler. So they've been playing better. But I think that part of it was that hold. But the thing is, is that, you know, the whole situation came out of a late timeout that was called because there was only four seconds left for Wisconsin to beat the press. The game was well over. And, and Jawan Howard got mad about that. And then there were some things that were said after the game. And then I guess, you know, guard the Wisconsin coach, you know, touched Howard on the chest. And, you know, you don't want to do that when there's you know tensions are flying but I think that definitely part of it is the frustration but you know it's not like a manager getting ejected in baseball where it fires up his team you can't go out there and start slapping people and try you know this is how we're gonna you know we're fighters we're street fighters we're guys that are gonna you know get in the alley and take you out that's not what Michigan is a that's not what they need right now b and that's not the kind of thing that Howard should be doing c because it's a terrible example for 18 year old kids 19 year old kids that are trying to recover as from you mentioned this this lackluster season that you know I know Joel Lenardi before the the loss to Wisconsin had Michigan in the tournament last four in they still can get in they still have Hunter Dickinson and Diabate and Eli Brooks they still have talent that could lead them on maybe a minor run in the tournament which is better than nothing but the way that things are looking right now this thing could go bad south very quickly uh, Dan Leach, he is with the Detroit CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. My name is Holden Kushner, and for Danny, I host the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. You get a theme here? So here we go, Mr. Leach. I think Howard should get five games, just sit him out the rest of the regular season. Guard deserves a game himself. I think Howard sure. just could have walked by him. He would have said his piece, but he was stopped. That's where I am. I'm done with the cancel culture. We've, we're all done with it, it seems, except for the people that want to cancel it. Like the knee jerk reaction of let's fire this guy because he has yeah. one of the worst moments of his life broadcast on national television is asinine to me. I want five games for Howard, and I think Garb deserves a game as well. Where are you sitting on suspensions? I think you're right. You're right on the you hit the nail on the head. And the first thing is, it's funny here in Detroit, we have a very divisive rivalry here with Michigan and Michigan State. So it's funny that a lot of Michigan State people wanted to be fired. And, and I'm not saying there aren't some Michigan fans out there that have said that, but the majority of people, both you know, in media and just fandom, that are calling for Jawan Howard to get fired are Michigan State fans. This is the way it is. I know Izzo came out and said it reminded him of the malice of the palace. And he's he's getting into this thing as well. But yeah, I, I, at first I was like, you know what, three games, two or three games. But what 
you said about the rest of the regular season makes sense to me. The the, the biggest, definitely not the tournament. If they make the NIT or the NCAA tournament, that's ridiculous. You didn't you didn't pull a knife on anybody. You have a machete out there. You slapped the coach. It was stupid, like you mentioned. It was one of the worst moments of his life. But what I think Jawan Howard needs to do because Ward Manuel, the Michigan AD, came out and he said this is not who we are. It's unacceptable. All that kind of stuff. He needs to come out. I know he explained certain things in his post game presser yesterday, but I want him to do his own press conference. He take questions if he wants, but come out and say, listen, and meet it. Because Jawan Howard, if you remember when he got hired, was very emotional. This is his dream job. I know how much it means to him. You come out and you say, listen, this is not who I am. This is not who Michigan is. This is unacceptable, and I will tell you right now, it will never happen again. What that does is it, it shows that he obviously is contrite, which I believe he is, and that he's being accountable for himself. Because if it does happen again, then I would say, okay, maybe he does need to get fired. So that what I think, hold it, that's got to happen for me as a Michigan fan, but also I think for anybody that follows college basketball to, to see how unacceptable this was, he's got to come out and really just kind of pay the piper and say, listen, I was wrong. This can't happen. This is not who we are at Michigan. I don't want to teach these young kids that you solve your stuff with slapping people and getting into violent stuff. And if he does that and say it will never happen again, I think that's enough. You know, the five games to the rest of the regular season, three, four, or five, whatever it is, then hopefully they make the tournament or whatever ends up happening. Uh, you know, you go forward from there. But he's got to be out there and not leave any wiggle room for this to be something where he's going to make an excuse for him doing what he did yesterday. Yeah, I don't think it was. It looked. Uh, it was a great look after the things he said yesterday. Either he said no. he was defending himself. I mean, he's a foot taller and about sixty pounds heavier than his counterpart in Wisconsin. He also said yeah. we were we were pressing. We were playing pressure man to man. So I'm with you on that, Dan. It would be nice to see him come out and be a little bit more contrite than what we heard from him yesterday. Yeah, I think, listen, it was holding it's the heat of the moment type stuff. And I think that you get defensive, especially when you're, you know, they're on the road and they just lost. They were they were winning that game by five and it was a 16 to three run and everything flipped. So he's obviously frustrated with that. Obviously he lost his noodle, which made him even worse. So I think that, you know, he was probably gonna be looking to make an excuse. It's kind of a natural reaction. But I think that now that he's had time to sit on this, know that Ward Manuel, who's obviously got his back, but is very frustrated with the way this made Michigan look. And, and obviously Juwan Howard himself look, this is not what, you know, I'm not saying other schools would make this okay but Michigan definitely doesn't want these kind of things to happen and I think he's got to come out and, and after thinking about it for 24 hours or whatever it ends up being uh, I know Michigan plays again against against Rutgers on Wednesday at Chrysler in Ann Arbor he's got to come out and really kind of react to the reaction he had and say, listen, that was not right. I, I'm just going to take full responsibility for this. Show the contrition. I think that he definitely feels contrite. I don't think he's going to try to make more excuses. I just think that was kind of the heat of the moment thing and really show that this is not going to happen again. And he knows that it was completely wrong. As you mentioned, a terrible look. And the last thing Michigan needs is they're trying to cling on to dear life to make the tournament after they should have been in this thing the whole time anyway, but have had a really rough season, very up and down season. All right, let's talk some NBA real quick. The All-Star weekend was interesting, to say the least. I thought the All-Star game, and I really do enjoy the All-Star game on a yearly basis. It's free money betting the over. That's always fun. But Steph Curry hitting 17 threes. LeBron with Unreal. the walk-off fadeaway in honor of Michael Jordan. We could talk about the positives, or you could talk about the slam dunk contest, which Vernon Maxwell, Bones Highland, just former and current NBA players are like, were these guys even practicing the dunks? I'll just say this, Dan. I'll let you run with it. I really think outside of like a 360 from the three-point line, we've seen just about everything there is to offer in the slam dunk contest. 
Yeah, and that's the problem. And listen, I did give out Obi Spinny top, and that was the one win I had because I also took Team LeBron minus five and a half. Had the chance at the end. That was garbage. But, you know, hold it. I know we're not going to go back to the, the Neek and, and Michael Jordan days and Spud Webb and Kenny Walker and D Brown with his, you know, hands over his eyes. I know that's not going to happen. But you mentioned uh, practicing dunks. Jalen Green said he was scouring YouTube to look at all these old dunks and have such creative dunks to come up with. It looked like he hadn't even tried one. Maybe he was just watching, like, Spider-Man reviews on YouTube. I love the dunk contest. I, I know it's never going to be what it was. But can we at least try to make this thing somewhat relevant? Because it, it is the crown jewel of All-Star Saturday Night. Some people like it more than the All-Star game. And it's just, it's gone so backwards. It has so lack of buzz. I know a few years back, the Levine Aaron Gordon one was fine. But it feels like forever ago, Dwight Howard. And I mentioned, obviously, the classic ones with Dominique and Michael Jordan and Spud Webb, et cetera. It, it's just such a... It's it's such a, she a shell of what it used to be. Either get rid of it, which I would hate. I, I know people want to see you get rid of. I don't want to see that. But, boy, they got to do something, man. It was such a letdown. Dan, wonderful catching up with you, my friend. Make sure you check out the Detroit CityCast presented by Bet Rivers for more of Dan's energy and opinions as well. Take care, my friend. My name is hey, Holden Kushner, in for Danny Burke, host of the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. And next, talk a little puck. Let's puck it up with Andy McNeil, VEASAN Hockey Insider, here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24/7 stream of VSN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books in Vegas and across the country. Download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at vsin.com backslash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, my name is Holden Kushner. I am the host of the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. This is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm in for Danny Burke. If you're ever thinking about, uh, well, first of all, if you just love the, the sultry voice that I have, or you want to bet on or against some teams that are in Colorado, whether it be Denver or some other towns, by all means, check it out. So again, the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I do love talking hockey. Andy McNeil, the VEASAN hockey or NHL insider joins me now on Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. Andy, wonderful to see you and happy family day in Canada. <laughs> have you hung out with anybody in your family today or have you just moved on and watched hockey by yourself? Yeah, I, I have actually. My uh, my dad showed up today. He's uh, traveling through the city and uh, stopped by to spend some time with uh, with us and his uh, grandson. So um, it's uh, it's been a good day. We've got, we've got to watch some hockey. We've got to... Uh, we were able to watch the the Boston Bruins lay a beat down on your uh, Colorado Avalanche, so uh, it's a pretty good day for the the McNeil household. I mean, you just you just come out firing, talking trash here. <laughs> I'm trying to be happy, talking about your family day. Okay, here we go. Let, let's talk about my abs because I had a nice futures ticket sitting on them right now. Now maybe I get in a little late at plus four seventy five. But what happened to my boys against the Bruins? And long term, how are you feeling about the best team in hockey right now? 
Well, I, I do. I definitely agree with you that the Avalanche are the, the best team in hockey. And um, I think there's they, they've definitely had some hiccups lately, uh, maybe not lately, like as really recently, but over the last month and a, a bit, let's say since the, the holidays uh, passed on, um, the, the Avalanche, they've been obviously they've been winning games at an extremely high rate, but they you know, they've had trouble putting teams away. They haven't been dominating teams. They haven't won as many games on the puck line dude, you would expect them to. Um, and they've, they've struggled against teams like the Coyotes at times, which is, you know, super strange uh, given the, the talent that they have. Um, and uh, they, they certainly looked off today. Boston um, is a team that's, you know, obviously waiting for Brad Marchand to come back and he'll be back in the next contest. But um, it, you know, they're a team that, that hasn't been playing very well lately. They haven't been firing uh, on offense and uh, they, they came out to play today and, and it seemingly caught the abs by surprise because um, it was do nothing early and uh, Darcy Kemper did not have a, a good game. So um, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a, I think I would say it's a bit of an aberration more than uh, more, more than anything that we should expect to see uh, with the avalanche going forward. They, they are the best team in hockey. Like you said, Beeson's NHL insider, Andy McNeil joins me here on Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. So Andy, let's talk about these two games coming up tonight. Let's start with the Montreal Canadiens, the New York Yankees of uh, Canada sports. <laughs> I mean, what they got 10 wins. We're two thirds of the way through the season. This is a great rivalry. I did go to one game out in Toronto between the two teams. The uh, fan bases don't like each other. The teams don't like each other. And I'm looking at the Canadians plus 320 on the money line. The total six and a half. Uh, talk to me about those two there. Do the Canadians have any shot of pulling off an upset tonight? And what do you think about that total at six and a half? Well, I'm first of all, I'm curious. Um, have the Yankees ever been as bad as this current iteration of the the Montreal Canadiens? Yes, not alive, but yes, they have been that bad. Oh, okay, okay. So this that, that is pretty accurate. Then I, I do agree with you. Yeah, they are the Yankees, uh, and they are hated by most fan bases around the league, but uh, especially the the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, for sure. And um, yeah, the, the like they've been playing. I, I would say more inspired hockey under Martin St. Louis, and they they're healthier now than they have been uh, at any point uh, since the, the beginning of the season, really. And they weren't very healthy at the start of the season, anyway. Um, but um, yeah, the total definitely is uh, uh, intriguing at six and a half. Um, I think uh, this this game in general is kind of a tough sell from a betting perspective. Uh, the Leafs were probably a, a good bet earlier um, when they were closer to minus 300, and now they are closer to minus 400. So um, most of the value, if not all of the value, has been sucked out of this one. Um, but definitely, I think the the, the Canadians. They're going to try to, to generate offense. They're not going to be able to, to shut the Maple Leafs down. This this Toronto team, um, you know, can score goals. And uh, I'm sure Austin Matthews will be looking to get back into the mix uh, tonight after, um, you know, he was a bit off last game against St. Louis after uh, running into the crossfire and, and knocking some chiclets out. But, um, yeah, the, the total probably would be the the, side, or the, the, the the pick that I would make if I had to make one in this game uh, to go over six and a half goals. All right, Kraken Canucks. I think that the NHL would love to see a rivalry one of these days between these two teams, two and a half hours away from each other. Kraken plus 155 in the money line. The total here is five and a half. So maybe these are not the two sexiest games in the world right now, but uh, I like betting. I like watching sports, and maybe we can get an angle here. Any angles on the Kraken at the Canucks this evening, Andy? 
Well, I, I do think we're uh, sort of approaching a territory where the, it would be cracking or nothing. I, I would not bet on the, the Vancouver Canucks here. Um, they're coming off an embarrassing loss uh, against the Ducks, and um, both goaltenders got some work in that game. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be Thatcher Demko tonight. Um, but the, the Kraken, for whatever reason, they've been better on the road than they have been at home this season. And uh, they've been a frustrating team uh, to bet against on the road. Um, seem to stick around in games a lot longer, keep games closer, uh, which is very peculiar given that, you know, home ice advantage does usually trend, uh, does usually translate to some sort of an edge. Um, but, uh, the Canucks, you know, they're not a team I'm very high on at all. Um, they have their moments. Uh, they looked good, uh, initially when Bruce Boudreaux took over as head coach. Um, but they've really fizzled out in the, in the weeks, uh, since then, the month since then. Um, and I think this team is, is they are what they are. They're, there's nothing special about this team. Um, and I certainly wouldn't be laying minus 180 uh, or anything close to that on a, on a team such as the Vancouver Canucks in this spot. Hey, early, any early bets that we can jump on right now or are you not there yet? Uh, you mean for tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you know, considering I would, be, I would consider uh, a bet on the St. Louis Blues at minus 205, uh, assuming Billy Huso is in goal, and I think he will be, or I think I think there's a good chance that he will be, but there are some uh, soft matchups coming up for the Blues, and they may look to get Jordan Bennington uh, into a game here and hope that he can get back on track. But that's um, something I think that, in general, I think better should be watching out for when it comes to the St. Louis Blues is that uh, Billy Huso has started 12 games since uh, December 28th, since the holidays, while Jordan Bennington has only started seven games. And Huso has a 942 save percentage, and Bennington's save percentage is down around 830. So uh, there's a big difference in how these two goaltenders are playing. I think that it's fair to say that there's a bit of a goaltending controversy here. Um, and while the St. Louis Blues aren't a, a strong team per se, they, they do have uh, offensive talent. And um, with Huso in goal, they've been very good. Uh, most uh, most recently, they, they took a win over the, the Toronto Maple Leafs by a score of 6-3. So um, this is a team that can beat up on teams like the Flyers pretty easily. And with Martin Jones possibly having to start uh, two games in two days because Carter Hart was supposed to start today against the Carolina Hurricanes, but he was ruled out late with an eye infection. So that's something to watch uh, heading into that matchup tomorrow too. a tired goaltender, a, a tired team uh, against a, a blues team. That's uh, probably hungry to keep winning. Andy McNeil, it's VEASAN's NHL insider. So I know you're tracking which goalies are losing their starting position. This, this is actually brilliant because you can get a lot of edges a lot of different ways. This is one I want to hear from you, Andy. What, what ways or what teams can we attack here with some shuffling in between the pipes? Well, aside from the Blues, which I think I think they're the the the, the main team to talk about when when talking about goaltending tandems, lopsided goaltending tandems, um, because that they're not a, an obvious one. Everybody, the casual hockey fan, looks at Jordan Bennington. He's a Stanley Cup winner, uh, not very far uh, far removed from from being a Stanley Cup winner, um, and he's been one of the better goaltenders over the last few years. I think he'll you know make his way back to being that type of uh, elite caliber goaltender, but. Um, right now, it's it's Huso's net, and um, elsewhere in the in the same division in the Central, I think you can look at the Minnesota Wild. I don't think there's uh, any sort of controversy right now as far as Cam Talbot losing his starting job because um, while he has only started seven games since the holidays, and Capo Kakin in the backup, 
uh, has started 12. That has a lot to do with the fact that Talbot was out with an injury uh, that he sustained in the Winter Classic. So um, I, I do think Talbot will get, you know, the split starts with with uh, Kakinen down the stretch for the Wild here, but um, their numbers are, are quite different. Talbot, uh, he's he's has he has a 901 save percentage. Why Kakinen? While Kakinen has a, a 930 save percentage, so. Um, Kakinen has been the better goaltender for the Wild this year, and it's not a real obvious one. I wouldn't have thought that would have been the case heading into the season, but as the, the sample size grows, you really can't deny that uh, Capo Kakinen and, of course, Billy Huso are, uh, you know, uh, it's asserting it. themselves as starting goaltenders in the NHL. Andy McNeil, Digital Gambler. We got some breaking news on Jawan Howard's suspension. I'm Holden Kushner for Danny on Rush Hour. Peace. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. No more football, no problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Holden Kushner. From the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Hope you check that out. Uh, talk about betting Denver and Colorado sports teams. If you're ever betting on or against a Colorado or Denver sports team, I highly recommend you check it out. Or if you just love the way I sound, that would be nice too. And if you don't like me, you should still try it out anyways and leave me a nice review. Uh, so I told you there was some breaking news on Jawan Howard. Just real quick. Um, Jawan Howard suspended for the rest of the regular season as. It's actually the perfect punishment that I was thinking of myself. The school decided to suspend him. I don't know if the NCAA can take some extra measures toward this, but I think it's the perfect punishment. Now, you're going to hear the people that came out and asked for the firing of Jawan Howard. Just get all up in arms here. Again, the man had an awful moment. He didn't kill anybody, okay? He threw a punch, open hand. It was a bad look. It's a horrible look. He deserves to be suspended, but to lose your job for something like that would be absolutely unacceptable. Just about as unacceptable as the act itself. Now, 
I don't know. I don't think Wisconsin is going to suspend Greg Garb, their head coach, but I do believe he deserves a game just because Howard came up and Garb could have let him walk right by him. He did put his hand on him. And, and Juwan Howard's reaction was, well, it was self-defense. B.S. Again, you're, you're a foot taller. You're, tall, you're so much heavier than the guy. You could flick him and he'd fall down. So that was garbage, but Garb does deserve a one-game suspension, too, because he did have something to do with the incident. Now, how do we handle this from a betting perspective? I guess there's two ways to go about it. So Wednesday, Rutgers is visiting Michigan, and we just saw Rutgers knock off Illinois, a great home team. On the road, uh, we'll see where this line opens up. I would say if Michigan was on the road, I would not give them much of a shot, but they are going to be at home. You know that crowd, the ones that do show up, are going to be on their side. We'll see if this thing opens up. The money comes in. What I think is the money comes in on Rutgers, and then as we get closer to game time, the Sharps come back in and make this line a little bit tighter or where they want it to be. Uh, don't count Michigan out in this game. But again, Juwan Howard with a five-game suspension by the University of Michigan. Okay, uh, let's get into the NBA. I'm out here in Denver. I have the best basketball player in the world. His name is Nikola Jokic. Now, when I say that, a lot of people go, you're out of your mind. He's not the best player. Yes, he is. He's the best player in the world. And I'm going to tell you why he's the best player in the world. And I'm going to tell you why he should be the MVP once again in the NBA if this keeps up. And again, it's an if, you know, we're not sure hundred percent that it's going to stay this way, but Embiid, the overwhelming favorite, you got Jokic at plus 300. You also have Giannis Antetokounmpo at plus 350. I don't think there's any value on Embiid right now uh, as, as his price just keeps going down 150, 130. So Jokic, the reigning MVP, he's having a better season than he did last year. Okay. Now, the big thing I hear from the MB defenders, he's so much better defensively. He scored 40 points so many times. Well, here you go. That's fine. He's a scorer. He's doing great. And I love Joel Embiid. I'm going to say this on a personal level, going to the University of Kansas. Huge Joel Embiid fan. So this is not a knock on Embiid, but this is a knock on the people that say Embiid is so much better defensively than Nikola Jokic because he's not. Uh, if you look at the numbers, Embiid is 19th in defensive efficiency this season, and Jokic is 21st. There really is not a big difference between these two guys when you look at the advanced numbers, okay? Here's also something I love about Jokic. So Draymond Green, he has the Draymond Green show, and he just ripped Jokic about his lack of defensive prowess, okay? He said if they're going to be a good team, he has to be good defensively, and he's not. So what happened, Jokic the next year went up to Draymond Green and said, you know what, you're right, I've gotten better, I've gotten better. And Draymond said, you have gotten better, 100%. I just love that about Nikola Jokic. So let's get the defensive argument that the MB backers want to use, throw it out the door because it's a bunch of garbage. Number two, uh, with Jokic on the floor, the Denver Nuggets are performing at a level on par, if not a little bit better than the 1998 Bulls. I am not kidding you. This is factual. We can bend numbers to lie sometimes, but we're not lying here. The numbers say, with Jokic on the court, this is an all-time great team. The problem is, he can't play 48 minutes every night. And when he's off the floor, this team is every bit, if not worse, 
than the Detroit Pistons. That is how bad the Nuggets bench has been this season. Now, Boogie Cousins has come in. It's gotten a little bit better. But nonetheless, they are awful, awful without Jokic on the floor. Uh, let's look at player efficiency rating. Embiid is great. He's number three. Problem for him is Jokic is number one. Again, all I'm doing is using numbers here to back up the fact that Jokic is the more valuable player. Now, both teams are carrying their team. The difference is Embiid at least is going to get hard. Who has Jokic had? Aaron Gordon? Will Barton? I mean, Embiid, I think the addition of Harden is probably going to hurt Joel Embiid because no longer can you use the excuse, oh, he's carried the team on his back. You know, I take some of the players that he was playing as, uh, with over a lot of these guys on the Nuggets right now. Without Jamal Murray and uh, without Michael Porter Jr., it's just, it's it's been rough going there. Uh, Jokic, offensive rating, number four, Embiid, 61st. It's not even close. It's not even close. He does more. Jokic does more offensively. Because it's not just points and rebounds, it's assists. The whole offense goes through it. He touches it almost every single possession, okay? So MB, if you really want to get down to it, MB with two triple doubles, Jokic with 15, I'll give him that one. I go back to defense, Jokic has that. And then last but not least, another guy in the NBA that I think has been every bit as good as Joel Embiid. His name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, he's not going to win the MVP award uh, three out of four years. And I think that's working against Jokic, too, which is unfortunate because the writers don't want to give these guys back-to-back -back MVPs very often, despite uh, Giannis getting that. Giannis, ahead of Embiid in PER, player efficiency rating. Giannis is second. Embiid is third. Bucks and Sixers, same win percentage. Giannis and Embiid, very similar numbers across the board, including defensive efficiency. I'm telling you this right now. Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Embiid is a remarkable player. Giannis is a remarkable player. But this year, Nikola Jokic is the best player, the most valuable player in the National Basketball Association. Okay, let me just recap a couple of bets that I had here before we get out. And uh, again, Baylor, Oklahoma State, big talk about this one. And the read coming in was, hey, now the football's over. It's, there's still stuff to bet on. People just lose their mind when the NFL is over. Trust, I love the NFL. Like, it's by far and away my favorite sport. Um, Sundays, you know, I'm just, I'm couch locked. Mondays, Thursdays, it doesn't matter. And I miss the NFL already. But if you think that betting season is over, or watching sports is over, you're out of your mind. You've got some great college basketball tonight. With March Madness coming up, you got no football. If you want to make some money in March Madness, why not start paying attention now? So let me give you the breakdown. I got Baylor tonight. I got Baylor minus four and a half. It's at minus five. I got Baylor by six by my number. Uh, and again, you know, Baylor's running out six, seven guys. Flagler, we're going to find out if he's playing or not. Uh, Chacha was out. LJ Cryer is out. But ultimately, the Bears, fourth best team in Kempom, Oklahoma State with the upset recently. No way, no way that happens again. I like Baylor to cover this thing big time. And then I got Northern Colorado over Idaho State. This thing opened at 12 and a half, got it there. 13 and a half, not so sure. I would bet this game live if you wanted to get a better number. I do think we could probably get it closer to 10. I bet more live than I do pregame, but I did put a couple of bets in pregame on this one. I'll just say it again. Idaho State, 1-12 on the road. 
Northern Colorado playing some better basketball. They've won five of six. That only loss was on the road to Idaho State. I want to thank you very much for checking out uh, Rush Hour today. Again, my name is Holden Kushner. In for Danny, Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. You can check out the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers, where I'll talk about all Colorado Denver sports. And it's not just that. You know, I break down the Super Bowl, uh, the big March Madness breakdown as well, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, lots to discuss. So thank you very much to that. Thanks to Britain and our team behind the scenes for making me kind of look as good as possible as they could. I hope you have a great, great night betting. That would make me very happy, even though I don't know you. Again, check out the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. And thanks for checking out Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.